This is Uwe Ball. If you want to help support the podcast on this network, go to rogueintel.com. Thank you and go fuck yourself. This program is not censored. Consider yourself warned. Lights, camera, action. When a script is written that is so bad that no one will film it, two men will bring it to life just so they can mock it. This is Table Reads. So the movie's a good part, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Table Reads. With Sean McBee and Trevor Thompson. With special guest Jimmy Williams. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 48 of Table Reads, which is also part 5 of The Crow 3 Resurrection, written by Stephen E. D'Souza of Die Hard fame. Stephen E. D'Souza, that's his name? Yes, I just suddenly remembered it. We recorded the whole last episode, I didn't remember it, and just right now it popped into my head. He also did 48 hours. Last, last time you said it, I heard marching music. I do remember that. <laughs> We're on episode 48, reading a script by the writer of 48 hours. Wow. Yeah, it's it's all coming together. Yeah. This is the moment we've been waiting that, for. Yeah. That was so Joe, that was so Joe Rogan of him. It's I'm like it's like there's a, a celestial confluence, like the planets are lining up <laughs> just for this to be our best episode. So, if y'all don't finish listening to this episode you're gonna miss out obviously it's a celestially predetermined that this is going to be the greatest episode of any podcast ever yeah can't can't argue with that i mean the music is done but you know yeah i mean he he, he hit it right on the beat that's some solid logic previously on table reads We meet a cop named Cato and his partner, Sarah. They're undercover to break up some smuggling ring uh, as homeless people. And that lasts for like two lines of dialogue. (laughs) And then there's a whole big 80s cop movie fight scene on the docks. I mean, dude even like drives a forklift. That's how cliched 80s cop movie that shit gets. (laughs) And then immediately after that big showdown, our hero, Cato, uh, leaves for his wedding. He goes to get married. Sarah's his best man, lady. <laughs> uh, I, had, I had a female best man at my wedding, so I can relate to him. Uh, and then a helicopter comes with the bad guys from the first scene, and because literally the whole first episode of this script was one scene. Uh, bad guys come with a helicopter, shoot everybody up like fucking Blofeld. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kills his new bride. He jumps up on the helicopter, gets shot in the face. Cato, that is, jumps up, gets shot in the face, uh, but doesn't die. Uh, we jump forward two years where he's a drooling vegetable in uh, hospital ward. Sarah still visits him every day because she likes vegetables. <laughs> A vegetarian. I well, guess. she does like dead things. I mean, yeah. she's been around for two crows already. 
if it's the same Sarah, which we Wait, do it, not know. It might not be, because what did they say her last name was in the last one? They said her last name in the last episode we did. Yeah, I noticed that. And, I'm and it did not it ring a bell. Yeah. I don't. It might just be a coincidence that her name is Sarah. Because I don't recall there being anything in the Crow 2 City of Angels to indicate that Sarah but was going to be a cop. They are trying to get the Crow, the character of the Crow, with Sarah as he has been with the last two movies. And it was the same Sarah, but in the last two Crow movies, there have been a partner of sorts named Sarah. Was it Sarah, Was his wife Sarah in the first no, movie? No, but Sarah, the character, was kind of his... Not guide, but she was one of his allies. Oh, is she a little girl in yeah. the first movie or yes. something? Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that connection. Man, I don't do research. <laughs> Moving on with our previously on. Um, so he's a vegetable in the hospital. Sarah visits him every day. Uh, and then one day after two years, a crow decides, uh, hey, let's bring this guy's <laughs> consciousness back. I'll caw at him and fly away. And then he can stop these junkies from raping his doctor. Uh, and then, once that happens, he uh, rips a guy's dick off. I, I can't get over that part. From his wheelchair. No, no, he gets oh, up. Oh, that's right, he gets up. That's yeah, right. but after that, then he's more back like he can't walk really um, until he decides to. Because uh, patriotic music yeah, fixes him. That's you true. You know, like a pro wrestler when the audience is like... like clapping and then they get superhuman strength yeah. and like br- burst out of whatever... Holds they're in that very real scenario. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Randy the Ram. <laughs> I mean, that's how it works. I've I've seen Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Like it was only the audience clapping that let him pick up Andre yeah. the Giant. Yeah. So so anyway, then uh, our hero Cato um, is well. The previously mentioned patriotic music comes as a shadowy figure named Ishmael <laughs> with a bizarre voice is. Uh, Oh, I should have done him as Judge Doom. Well, um, you can do it now. With uh, uh, Ishmael uh, from some secretive government organization that reports only to the president directly, which at this point would have been Bill Clinton, let's remember, um, recruits him. So the Crow's been recruited as a government agent for a shadowy government something. We don't know, really. Uh, and then he goes and finds Finder, who's now going by the name Shazam. <laughs> He's a genie. Uh, or Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. Um, to, to get information on where he can find Sarah. Because he's been... The shadowy government figure has told him, Hey, yeah, go find Sarah and tell her <laughs> you're working for a shadowy government organization that nobody knows exists. That's how we operate. We just tell people to tell their friends who they're working for. Uh, anyway, Shazam's going to help him find Sarah, but he needs to pay. So, of course, he yeah. flying karate kicks an ATM, sending money flying everywhere. And he's like, is this enough money? And that gets us up to now. Fade in. Exterior, San Francisco Street, near Roundhouse, night. A car cuts through the night fog. Parks. Pring gets out, looks around, nods to Diggs and Custis. They take out weapons, any kind of weapons, crowbars, <laughs> move off into the darkness. Rubber bands. Pring stands, Size. Pring stands guard by the door. Cut two. Tight on a computer screen. Night. We widen. It's Fields' laptop. Can you just say... C- <laughs> 
tight on Fields' laptop. Jesus. Jesus Christ is right. Uh, it's Fields' laptop perched on the hood of Sarah and Tony's car. Fields' car is in the background. The cable car roundhouse creaks and groans behind them. They watch the rats twitch and die on screen. Man, this ain't Walt Disney. Uh, hold on, how was I doing? Oh, is Jim Gaffigan's audience voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have the data to back up what you're saying? I'll download it into this, baby. And what do you want? What the hell do you think I want? I want protection. I want to be in the witness protection program. <laughs> I want to be a lumberjack. <laughs> new name, new identity, the works. Also, maybe you could make me a couple of years younger on the ID and send me someplace warm. That's a federal program. Out of my... She breaks off as U.S. government FDA documents scroll by. Jurisdiction. <laughs> And this, as you have just noticed, is a federal case. They'll play ball with you. You play ball with me. She shuts the computer. Because it was open. Puts it, it's a laptop. <laughs> okay, fine. She shuts the computer, puts it back on in her shoulder case. Why didn't you go straight to the feds with this? Why me? Because Byron has people everywhere. That doesn't make any sense. Everywhere includes the local police. Yeah. He brags about how he has bought cops, judges, you name it. But I knew I could trust you because Byron was watching you. Watching me? Yeah. So I figured you had to be honest to make him nervous, right? So, I mean, even without the voice, she's totally in a 19... She's, totally, like, she's yeah, like His Girl Friday. Yeah. She'd be talking a lot faster if she was His Girl Friday, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I figured you had to be honest to make him nervous, right? Totally, totally sure. His Girl Friday. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> Tony, let's get this lady in a nice, pleasant lockup. No jails. He'll find me there. A motel, hotel, something. We'll take turns. That's Sarah, that's Sarah. Oh. A motel, hotel, something. We'll take turns guarding her until we can sort through. But Tony is shaking his head. What do you mean, no? Do you realize how big this... But then she realizes that Tony is not shaking his head. He is twitching. Because, as we see now... He has been struck in the back by a... Oh, stuck. It should be struck, but... No, stuck is better. You don't strike someone in the back with a knife. Have you been struck by a knife? hit somebody with a knife. (laughs) Oh, this has a blade on it. I guess I could have used that. You get hit with the handle. (laughs) (laughs) He has been stuck in the back by a knife. He falls over into Sarah's arms. Dead. At the same moment, the bullets begin to ring out. You mean shots. Yeah, come on, man. Bullets don't ring out. That's how bullets go. Sarah continuing as she draws to fields. As she draws to fields. Get down! Dynamite! <laughs> <laughs> New angle. 
Fields doesn't need to be told twice. She dives inside the car, cowers in the footwell. Sarah lets poor Tony's body absorb two bullets as she makes her way behind the open car door. Then she kicks the body away. I loved him. At the same time, (laughs) drawing Tony's pistol. Now she has one in each hand, because that's effective. Custis gets hit in the arm. He yowls, dives for cover. I hope... Oh, he's dead? Why don't we have a Wilhelm? Custis is fucking Borat. I was going to (laughs) fucking... Damn it. He's he's, he's not dead. He's just diving for cover. Yeah, he he dove for cover. I hope there's more lines. But we should have a Wilhelm in our... our We probably should have a Wilhelm scream up here, yeah. Um, Because there's nothing that we're reading that wouldn't have used one. So far, yeah. Especially Star Wars. (laughs) He, He yowls, dives for cover, crawling to recover his gun while Diggs covers him. Resume car. Resume car. Oh. Wait, no, there's no little things over the E's. Right. It's resume car. Yes. You call this protection? <laughs> you call that a voice? <laughs> I love that voice. I love it too. It's, it's a fun. great voice. But it's... You'll be protected. You'll be protected. It just didn't start yet. Shut that door. We're going. Saying this, she slams her own door, reaches for the ignition, and sees no key. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Hey, can you guess what's next? Uh, back to scene. A bullet spiders, spider webs the side window. She breaks out the rest, fires back, then looks at Tony's body. <gasps> body. Her POV. The keys inches from his open and still palm. Back to scene. Fuck you. She empties... <laughs> there's, there's like three more back to scenes on this page alone. Yay. Happy times. We need to get you back to the scene! <laughs> Sarah empties one gun. Maybe it, maybe it's for us. Like, they know that this script is really bad, and one day someone's going to read it on a podcast. They're like, guys, stop talking about how shitty we are. Back to scene. Come on. Come on back. Uh, maybe. Maybe. She yeah. empties one gun, fires with the other, ducks down in the footwell. She loads a new clip in the empty gun, mind racing. Then her eyes fall on the emergency brake. In these 80s movies, I know it's 97, it's an 80s movie. Yeah. <laughs> he only writes 80s movies. <laughs> the, the emergency brake is a magical thing. Yep. I mean, you can be going 200 miles an hour, pull up on that motherfucker. 15 inches from the edge of a parapet yeah and you're golden have you ever has anyone ever actually pulled an emergency brake when they're going like 100 miles an hour the car does not immediately stop so much as it almost crashes in a circle goes in a circle and makes the car smell funny that's what it does it doesn't uh, break there's no real break you might break something inside the car yeah it shouldn't even be called an emergency brake it should be called a fucking hill break yeah Really? Like, hey, do you want to not roll down a hill while you're parked? Yeah, that's really all it does. Back uh, to the scene. emergency brake, back to scene. She sneaks a glance outside the car window toward the street. Yep, she's on a steep hill. She reaches Thanks. over for the emergency brake. Blam, blam! Oh. What kind of brake is this? <laughs> Her attackers. Okay, you're so focused on your 
your noises He's alive now. that you're missing your character that you want to read. This bitch has got to be empty. Let's do it. He starts forward with sudden savage speed. Something lunges down from the darkness above. Oh, hey, I forgot to... What's the matter? I forgot to set the timer. All right, you got it. I know oh. what time to do it. At 2.20, we need to go to break. Okay. Um, he starts forward when, when with sudden savage speed, something lunges down from the darkness above and yanks him completely skyward as quickly as a fly yanking a trout out of a brook. Flies don't do that. Hey, that's reminiscent of Batman Begins. I was thinking that actually already. Yeah. Um, so I understand after a moment of thought that he means the fly like right. hook right. that a fly fisherman would use. Right. But initially I was like, <laughs> come on, a fly, a, f- a fly is going to rip a trout out of a brook. <laughs> what the f- I'm not a fisherman. No, but I'm pretty lucky, sure he's lucky that I got this at all. <laughs> I mean, I could have just gone on being confused, like, huh? A fly? Yeah. You could have gone on being confused, like anyone else who's reading this script. Diggs runs forward, rattled. Who's Diggs? I'll be Diggs, I guess. Custis! Custis! Screams from above. Jesus! He fires upward at something. Crunch of breaking bones above. Then Custis' body falls to the ground, knocking Diggs off his... There's no gunfire here. Well, there was gunfire. <laughs> oh, yeah. He fires upward yeah. at something. But I was so far past that by the time you found your fucking bullshit sound. Custis' uh, body falls to the ground. No more Borat for you, dick. <laughs> no more Borat for you. It's a treat for anyone who's listening to Knocking it. digs off his feet. Low angle. That matters. Diggs look at, looks at Custis's face, reacts. Custis's head has been twisted around backwards. He's probably oh, still okay. He'll he's be fine. fine. Yeah, he's fine. Back to scene. Diggs jumps to his feet, screaming and running. Cut to... <laughs> we heard neither running or screaming when you said that. <laughs> Pring at the car. He hears this. <laughs> he hears the running and the screaming. He didn't hear all the gunshots. Nope. That's nothing to worry Puzzled, about. he turns, looks toward the sound. Because the gunshots were like, yeah, hey, whatever. They're just probably shooting at uh, bricks. Sarah. bricks. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah. Like they do. Yeah, you know. <laughs> bricks. Sarah, same time. Same time, man. I don't know you, man. Same time. Hearing the same screams, she sneaks a look. Reacts to Diggs, her POV, running away in terror. The broken body of his partner in the foreground, which I've never seen before, uh, shortened to FG. Never have I seen that. Back to scene. As she tries to figure this out, her eyes dart over to something up above. I was up above it. Something leaping from one (laughs) side of the alley above her to the other. It's Superman. Dig. Is it a bird? Yes, it's a crow. It's a crow. Okay. Oh, the end. <laughs> <laughs> Diggs runs away from Lens toward a wrought iron uh, gate. Just as Diggs glances over his shoulder, a wrought iron gate. Is uh, Any echoes of the first movie there for you? No, none. Okay. Uh, just as Diggs glances over his shoulder towards us, Gato drops down behind the iron fence. And I'm down in it. <laughs> 
What was that? Now I'm down in it. That's what he oh. said. <laughs> he spent all that time, all the intervening time, looking up the next line of the song because he couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually looking up for the part where he'd come down in it. <laughs> and rips it out of the ground. Oh, my goodness. Reverse angle. Diggs turns just in time to see this. Raises his gun and side angle. What's a side angle? I don't know. Is that like when you turn the camera sideways? That's a Dutch angle. No, that's when you turn it no, at, like, at an angle. That's like when you're when you watching all, one of those... All the way sideways, you mean? Yeah, like 90 degrees. Those, who would do that? Okay, fine. I guess it's there's a word. Those, <laughs> it's one of those shots like when you're watching one of those stupid-ass car crashes where the car hits the guy on the side. You're looking at him from that, that angle where he's got a profile. Oh, where like you see him enter the... That's a profile. Where you see well, him, I guess that's a side angle. Where you see him <laughs> enter the uh, intersection and you're like, yeah, a car is probably not going to totally T-bone him right now. Oh, it did. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're talking about? I don't know. I don't when see you're seeing, a fucking profile. When you're seeing someone driving. this description. Yeah. And they, and they and it gets T-boned. Because yeah. it happens every time you see someone driving from that angle. <laughs> You're like, oh, they're going to get hit by a car. Oh, here, I'll just pretend to be surprised for the other people in the auditorium. What was the first movie that did that? Ronan? I can't remember, but the first time it must have been like, damn, because them motherfuckers just use it like crazy. That can't be the first movie to use it. (laughs) I don't know, but it was something in the 90s. I I mean, probably something in the 90s where they just used it that particular way. I fell asleep during the big car chase scene in Ronan. I cannot... Deal. I cannot deal with 20 minutes of just action. I need some story, some dialogue. I will fall asleep. I couldn't deal with Ronin. Yeah. The movie itself. I deal with the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, watched, I watched 50 minutes of Transformers 2 and I fell asleep three times. Well, that's understandable. Even without the action scene, dude, fall asleep. Because it was in the middle. Like, I had to go in to check something Wait, at work. Which Transformers was it? Two. Two. Um, man, those movies are so terrible. Hey, anyone under the sway of my voice, if you watch the Transformers movies, like if you're still watching them, if you're looking forward to Transformers and the Knights of the Round Table or whatever that shitty one coming out soon is, just turn this off. We don't want you here because you're probably enjoying this script. In, they're like, I wish these guys would keep reading the script and stop <laughs> making fun of it. Yeah, the script is great because you obviously suck. How great would it be if somebody took every, like, you know, hour and 10 minute episode and just like edited it down to like 10 minutes of us just straight up reading the script. Cause, <laughs> cause that's the only part that they like. Who, who is directing the, uh, the new one? It's Bay. It's always Bay. He keeps well, directing. He doesn't them. always direct them. Uh, does he? Yes. Well, he's consistent. I'm thinking he, he's a, you know, yes, he's I'm consistently gonna, shitty. Can we get back to the script? No, 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 no. He fucking did no pain, no gain in the Island. Those are good fucking movies. I've never seen it. Either of them. You didn't see The Island? No. I know when that movie came out, Jimmy and I wouldn't shut up about it. I mean, you must have saw it. What was that? What movie was it? The Island. The one where they're like fucking... Scarlett Johansson uh, in a skin-tight suit. There's so many movies that I've seen that have... That was the first one. McGregor and Scarlett. What was it? What'd you say, Jimmy? You and McGreg- McGregor, Scarlett Johansson, skin tight suit. Steve Buscemi helps him escape. They live oh, in this fucking, I did like, see that. Home. Futuristic they dystopia. Yes. I did see that. Yes. He, Michael Bay directed that. Yes, he wow. nailed it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fuck. And no pa- and no pain, no gain. Okay, let's get back to the script. Sorry. You're pissing off the people that are editing our shit. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, God, how long is he gonna go bother with this stuff? <laughs> 
We just want to get back to the script. <laughs> We've been waiting so long for someone to perform the Crow 3. <laughs> Is that your way to go? With, way to go. <laughs> that, that's up, my version Bay of the Jim Gaffigan voice okay. Of, okay. <laughs> of the Michael Bay fans that listen to The Michael to our Bay, podcast. Jim Gaffigan audience member. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, actually, it's actually Michael Bay. <laughs> He's the only one. Uh, Rod Iron Gate. Fucking, where are we? God damn it. Uh, I think Pring. Oh, side angle. That's where we were. So we didn't know what the fuck a side angle was. Um, Diggs turns just in time to see this, raises his gun, and side angle gets impaled on at least six of the metal spears at the top of the fence. Not familiar at all. The fence quivers like an arrow in the wall as it settles in behind Diggs's back. Pring down the block. He's seen this. Fuck. It's him. It's him. Tell me it's him. That just, that just makes me think of uh, the guy at the gas station in RoboCop. Mm. Like, nah, oh, man, it's not you, man. We killed you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that first time when RoboCop's like, yeah. dead or alive, you're They're coming with, with me. me. Yeah. Dude, 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 I love that dude. He was the redheaded gay guy in the movie Fame. Always loved him since that I movie. I never understood how they knew that that was him. Because that was the line he always said. Was dead or... Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was I mean, Murphy's look, catchphrase. Look at those Weller lips, too. You don't forget those lips. No, man. He was wearing something over part of his face. Maybe and if they're in sucking movie your logic, dick, you don't remember him. But I look, mean, dude, in movie logic, look at fucking Robin's mask, all right? Nobody knows who the fuck that guy is. <laughs> Nobody recognized Michael Keaton's mouth. Which... That's a damn fame, because that shit looks like a beak. <laughs> It does look like a duck's bill. It does. He's got like this sort of like like the protuberance in the front that kind of comes over like a little beak. Yep. Yeah. Fuck! It's him! It's him! He jumps in the car, burns rubber. I'm hip. Quentin Tarantino wrote that line. Sarah, she's seen this too. Well, are we safe yet? You gotta get me to the vaudeville show quickly! <laughs> <laughs> Beats the fuck out of me. What? (laughs) Stay here. Sarah slowly, and not too eagerly, gets out of the car. Gun ready. We stay with her as she moves forward in the gloom and smoke of the city's night breath. God damn it. God damn it. Whoever you are, I'm a police officer. I'm grateful for your help. Who, who are you? Who, 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 who? What are you? Under her breath, folks. Yeah, it's the whisper. You know, I, I acted that. You didn't need to say it. No one came away with that being under your breath. Really, yeah. Jimmy? Judgment. Uh, I didn't know if you said that or Trevor. I said so it. Low. I said it. Over. No, I meant when you when you went. What? Who are you? I heard the whisper part, so I knew somebody was. I knew somebody was trying to act out the under your under her breath, but I didn't know if it was Sean or. Travis okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna call that a judgment in my favor. Over her shoulder, you would. <laughs> the mysterious backlit form as she moves closer to it, very close on Sarah. Her hand tightens on her weapon. This camera's too close to my eye. <laughs> She's on the verge of shooting. Then, my God. Cato, clearly now. He looks at her, fumbles a smile of recognition. 
Hello, partner. Side angle. Sarah holsters her gun, runs toward him, embraces him. We tighten on her. Oh, Kato! Kato, thank God! (laughs) By now, Fields has decided it is safe enough to emerge. She looks at Kato, suspiciously. Who the hell is this? (laughs) You did that like Elizabeth Taylor. There was a story about some... Okay. He's my old partner. Old partner? Hmm. He looks like your dead partner. Now it's John Lovitz. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Kato. You don't know how I've prayed for this. It's a miracle. But now she looks at him more critically, sees his clothing, his the bloodstains from his earlier wound. You've been hurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, they told me that. But I can't feel anything. I can't feel anything. You weren't released from the hospital, were you? What tipped you off? The fucking gown? <laughs> I'm not in the fucking leather pants and the still got coat. my little bracelet on. <laughs> I, didn't even, I haven't even put my makeup on yet, bitch. That is a terror. That is a terrifying vision right there. Especially if you're like an orderly and you're off duty and you see him, it's gotta hurt. Yeah. Hospital? Nope, that's Fields. Oh, that's Fields line. Hospital? <laughs> what are you doing here? How did you know where I was? Finder, help me. Our old snitch? No, I, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. I, I meant to say Tinder helped me. <laughs> <laughs> Sending dick pics. Yes, he only charged me $1,200. And Ishmael said you were out here fighting evil and greed. Looking around. Struggling in the darkness. By any chance, could this have been a mental hospital? You don't understand. For two years, he was brain dead. Right now, I'm worried about being all dead. I could eat more. Wait, I could get more protection from sunblock. Wow. Oh my god. God. She's right. Let's take off. We should buy some sunscreen. (laughs) Yes, take off to Singapore for five fabulous days and nights. Ah, Jesus. We were in love. We were going on that plane. Why were we going on the plane when usually we just rode in our patrol car? I think you've confused me with... with Anne? Anne? Who is Anne? Said, As the, he says, said the audience. <laughs> that was his wife. As he it's says LP this, there's a hint of a terrible struggle in his mind. Come on. <laughs> we'll go now. We'll go to Singapore. <laughs> Instead of saying gently in the in the direction there, Sarah gently, yeah. it should say patronizingly. Yeah, like come on, come, we'll go. No, no, no. She's saying, "Come on, we'll go now. We'll go to Singapore." <laughs> he moves towards the car, the driver's side. I'll drive. Your license expired. Want to go to break? All right. Table Reads will return after this brief word from our sponsors. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. 
every time I need to go buy a refill for my Slurpee machine, I go to rogintel.com slash Amazon. This way, I can get my Slurpee machine at the great prices of Amazon, and my Rogintel bodies get a little bit of a cut from that. And every time I make a Slurpee purchase, it makes me very, very happy to know that I am supporting my favorite chubby little body. Dear podcast listener, we accept the fact that we have to sacrifice not only our Wednesdays, but our Fridays as well to entertain you. But we think you are crazy to make us do a promo telling you who we think we are. When you listen to our podcast, you think you know who we are, in the simplest terms, in the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a dork. Uh, and a basket case. And I'm a princess. And I'm a pothead. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Prime Podcast. Find out more at theprimepod.com. TableReadsPodcast.com Lights, camera, action. So the movie's kaput, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Back to Table Reads. Now part of the Rogue Intel Podcast Network. Hey, hey. I hope you en- <laughs> I hope you enjoyed those <laughs> lovely ads. He jovially jumped. <laughs> he had a he had a fucking mouthful of donut. <laughs> he looked like me <laughs> realizing that I'd gotten some kind of fucking coupon at Denny's. <laughs> fucking I'm I'm happy to be back. I hey like man, this you show. should be. I love this audience. Audience, you're the best audience. You're a great crowd. All both of you. If you like that sort of thing. <laughs> hey, Acer's here, guys. My Fonzie character is returning for this scene. Yay! And Jimmy's back with Byron. Jimmy, you haven't read in a while, have you? No, my characters die. Well, yeah, you're black. The black character. Has to happen. Though Shazam is the greatest character in the script. I love that guy. Yeah, Shazam's nice. Terrell's nice, too. Interior. Biodyne. Outside Byron's office. Night. The city is visible outside. Well, of course it is. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Assuming you're not blind. (laughs) (laughs) The the skyline is filled with translucent buildings. (laughs) Ah, The city is visible outside. Most of the floor space here is occupied by... Big display models of Biodyne's medical equipment. MMRs, CAT scans, X-ray machines. Camera pans to the men around the long conference table. Oh, by the way, again, he called it an MMR instead of an MRI. That goes back to the first episode where he did the same thing. He thinks the vaccine for mumps, measles, and rubella is a big machine powered by magnets that you get into to get... uh, Resonant images of your body in slices. Well, at least his shittiness is consistent. And, you know, remember, this is a revised draft. <laughs> so it's like, he, he, he took more than. To rectify that shit. He, he could have done a little bit of research. He could have done more than one pass on the script. <laughs> um, camera pans to the men around the long conference table. Pring 
hands shaking downs coffee because when your hands are shaking, that's what you want to down is some coffee. Uh, downs coffee as he reports to Byron and Terrell. Acer stands nearby, skeptical. Well, he's the Fonz. Quinn and Baker flank the elevator. Hey, this is bullshit, Bring. No way it was him. I'm telling you, it was Cato. He did things to Custis and Diggs. Things no man could do. Nonsense. I put a bullet in his brain. He's been dead. He's been in a coma ever since. Yes. Dead. But not dead. And now he has risen. Like Lazarus. Like Jesus. Bring. Let's give the Bible a rest, okay? Next thing he's gonna pass the blank. The one, oh, next thing he's gonna pass the basket. Hey, fuck you! Byron stands, musing. First fields bolts the plant, goes straight to the officer Weller. Now this. It's too neat. What if that story what Cato was catatonic all this time was just a cover story? What if when Fields shows up... That is some dedication. (laughs) All right, Cato, we're sending you undercover. We want you to drool on yourself for two years (laughs) and then spring into action. This is like this is a paranoid boss right here, boy. Look, I'm looking at all the angles. You gotta keep your hands in your pockets around this motherfucker. (laughs) What if when Fields shows up Thursday for the civil calm meeting, FDA agents are going to arrest me? Waiting to arrest me. Are waiting to arrest me? I love that. Clearly. Your script has taken a wrong turn if your bad guys are fearing the agents FDA. from the FDA. <laughs> you haven't done the requisite testing on that drug. You're under arrest, I guess. <laughs> we own a cop or two. I'll see what they know. Check the hospital, too. The records there might show something. We getting a little paranoid here, boss? Tell that to Custis and Diggs. Exterior, fast food restaurant, night. Sarah and Cato are in the car, eating junk food. Fields is in the background, on a payphone. You just, you know, she's the one you're trying to protect. <laughs> you just sit in the car and eat junk food while she's over there, wide in the fucking, just middle of nowhere. We answer only to the Oval Office. Cuts down our red tape and security leaks. I think they like the idea of the visual of this junky-looking, crow-looking motherfucker sitting around eating snacks, and he's like yeah. almost a revenant. Yeah, and they're just like I don't in his weird. bloody hospital gown. So we're on page, yeah. we're on page seventy-one. Is he ever going to put his makeup on? Maybe not. Maybe maybe he is going to have the balls yeah. to see an entire crow movie through with yeah. vengeance being doled out <laughs> in a hospital gown while wearing an ass drafty <laughs> hospital gown. <laughs> And little footy, footy, shoey, pajama-type shoes. Little kids' pajama-type shoes. Read your line. I were, where, where was it? I know, but Jimmy interrupted. You're like in the... No, he didn't. You you interrupted. No, Jimmy interrupted. Well, I'll have to take Shut your word for it. Up. Yeah, if he says it again, you know it's true. Right, where was it's that? like Beetlejuice. Three times, and it's the truth. Uh, cuts <laughs> down on red tape and security leaks. So we can cut the tumor of ennui. See, there's that tumor of ennui fucking line again that this guy loves so much. Yeah, he's like a Trump voter. He's just parroting <laughs> shit that he's heard. So we can cut the tumor of ennui from the body of 
shift from the body politic of America. Fields returns from the phone in time to hear the tail end of this. She rolls her eyes. Thank you! Thank you, Fields, for being us. Yeah, right. Sarah turns to Fields. (laughs) Dr. Fields, everything okay with the plane reservations? (laughs) She has reservations about that plane. It's all taken care of. First class seats, air phone, salt-free meal. Because... 97. Who wants to taste their food? <laughs> Sarah starts the car. Fields leans over. Whispers. Oh, shit. How am I going to make her whisper? Scream. <laughs> Fields leans over. Whispers. I got through to your captain. He's on his way. The guys with the butterfly nets are already there. What is that code? That's, that's how people refer to the <laughs> asylum workers. Because I guess at some point in history, maybe they went around with nets to catch crazy people. (laughs) (laughs) They they sure as hell did in those movies and cartoons, man. Yeah. They're coming to take me away. Ha ha. To the the funny funny farm. farm. Well, life is beautiful all the time. Exterior, airport, night. Sarah pulls up to the curb. Parks. Thanks. Pull up to the bumper. This could get dicey. Oh, wait, no, sorry. This could get dicey. Stay here. When that psychopath Byron's got his hitman out looking for me, you're leaving me alone? I didn't think you wanted to go into a public place. Fine, then. Come with us. Oh, you mean with your psychopath? Great. Fine. They go into the building. Interior. Airport. Night. They move through the terminal. The usual airport characters, Hare Krishnas, neo-Nazis with petitions, punk rockers. Because they're the only ones that fly. All of these things that were completely relevant in 1997. <laughs> Hare Krishnas, wow. All stare at Cato, who's only looking at the building. They painted the terminal. You're right. They did. You always notice the details, Cato. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, this is the domestic terminal. What? No more imported, no imported beer here, baby. We should be in the international terminal. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you, should, you shouldn't have let Dr. Fields make the reservations. She must have fucked them up. He starts to walk again, then sees her eyes drifting. Sarah, something wrong? Alert. He whirls. What is a... New angle. He turns just as two beefy mental orderlies lunge for him. (laughs) He sidesteps one, flips him into a coffee shop. The other one, he just rips his dick off. (laughs) 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 The other one, he stops with an open palm to the face. Then he spins and kicks him into a theme park standee. It explodes around the guy. You know, like cardboard does. <laughs> I'm like, this thing is made out of Lego? Wider. It's a theme park standy that just says, do not knock over. <laughs> Caution. Explosive. Explosive That's cardboard. why we keep it in the airport. Yeah. Nice explosive in the airport. <laughs> New angle. He turns just as... T- oh, wait. Uh, wider. Now airport security guards rush forward. Swarm Cato. In a second, six of them have taken him to the floor. And, 
In the next second, he is flinging them away like a lion shaking off hyenas. What is with the, Where does this guy get his fucking wildlife <laughs> metaphors? Like a fly oh, no, grabbing a trout out of the river. <laughs> like, like a lion watching a lot of hyenas. He does. He watches. He watches Earth and and. Uh, it's not. It's not like having to do oh, with planet Earth. That's what happened that, when that he makes was sits. It's just animals in there. It's just no, like, what just, happened was... Like this is animals. Jimmy, ravens. What, Jimmy, what happened was <laughs> when he was like, oh, you guys want me to write a movie called The Crow? Sure. So he turned on Animal Planet and just watched it 24 hours a day, hoping, that, hoping would, that there would be a program on about crows. The Crow Show. And there never was. was. No. So he had <laughs> I wonder if... Yeah. But he learned a lot of shit about trout and lions, let me tell you. And hyenas. And llamas. He hasn't mentioned llamas yet. He but will. if llamas but come up, I'm going to know that you've read this before. <laughs> and or that you secretly wrote Die Hard. I, well, apparently I could have written Die Hard. I'm looking at this. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> Sarah. I mean, I didn't even need to. It's, it's a book. I just take the book and write a script of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, he didn't have to do too much. He just changed it. He just made like the contemporary changes. Like we got to oh, stop because be we got to stop because you know, I love Die Hard. I can't, I can't take this. <laughs> I can't take us anymore. Any more of this. I love Die Hard. Don't fuck with Die Hard anymore. Yeah, and if Die he Hard's could, still cheesy too, you know. No, I love it because it's cheesy. Yes, it is. No, Sergeant Al Powell is the greatest character ever written in American <laughs> cinema. It's, Dad, shut up with that Twinkie eating nigga. Fuck him. <laughs> All right, it's okay because you said it, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> but we were thinking. I get, it. I get, I get the but, but, but I got to tell you something. You ever disrespect respect Reginald Val Johnson or any of his characters to me ever again? I will fucking end you, Val Johnson. Yeah, that motherfucker ain't. No hey man, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. He had to deal with Urkel all those years. We all did, Sean. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> Where uh, are we? Um. Oh, I have to say, Sarah and Fields, Sarah Fields, Sarah and Fields watching this, Fields amazed, Sarah guilt ridden. The scene. Cato had, it just says the scene. What the fuck? Where were, where were we before that? (laughs) Cato has a guard over his head. He throws him into two others. Partner, cover me. This is too much for Sarah. She just leaves. (laughs) (laughs) She turns away. Even as Wyckoff appears with some uniformed cops. You almost said uninformed, didn't you? Yeah, it looked like uninformed. It does. It really did. <laughs> like, like he just showed up with a bunch of cops going, Hey, what's going what's on? Going on? <laughs> I don't know. And I forgot to bring my gun. Revolution's <laughs> uh, probably not real. <laughs> the, the world is flat. <laughs> uh, appears with some uniformed cops. The bigger cop steps forward, fires two taser darts. Cato looks down at the sparking darts, puzzled. Cop, stunned. Fuck. Because <laughs> that's the kind of fuck you would make when you get stunned. <laughs> no, no, he didn't get shocked. Oh, he, got, oh, he, he was, was stunned that his taser didn't oh, work. Oh, I see now. He, he don't feel anything. <laughs> Cato yanks the wires. They pull out the end of the taser and the battery overloads, because that's how it, that happens, shocking the cop. That's how that happens, too. Wow, good job, guy. One sentence. The plastic handle shocks the fuck out of the cop holding it. Another cop jumps him from behind, 
gets one handcuff on Kato's wrist. Kato whirls, flings the guy overhead like a baseball. Mm-mm. The handcuff chain snaps and the guy bounces down an escalator. I, I just don't know what to... <laughs> but now the security guards and the hospital orderlies have recovered and have joined the cops and suddenly there's seven, eight, nine men swarming over Kato, clubbing him, tackling him. Kato, low angle. He topples like a titan, goes down. The white coats wrestle him into a straitjacket. He looks up, confused. Sarah, tears in her eyes. She moves forward. Back to scene! The white coats cover Kato's face with a Dr. Lecter-type muzzle. Don't mention good movies in your shitty movie. Haul him away like a trophy. Wyckoff comes over, breathless. My God. (laughs) There's another one. (laughs) (laughs) My God, you were right. It is him. He's out of his coma? Yes. No. His mind still isn't working. That was the only thing that was broken in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Wyckoff looks around at the groaning and bleeding men and the wrecked terminal. His reflexes sure as fuck are working. Let me say that again. His reflexes sure as fuck are working. He looks over at Fields, who's trying to look scarce. This is the witness? On her nod. We can't check the FDA story or Byron's records until morning. Will she bolt? In an instant. She's very paranoid. It's the 90s. Who isn't? We'll get her in front of a judge for... Can I interrupt you? Please. Do you remember that about the 90s? I actually do. I do. I know what you're about to say. And yes, I do remember people mentioning the 90s in the 90s. Yes. All the time. And the 80s. Any argument started with, it's the 90s. Yep. Yep. It did actually happen. They do it in. They did it in the seventies, and they did it in the sixties. They're doing it, now. but no one. Yeah, they, no, but they no, didn't they do it after that. They, they, they stopped now because no one goes. It's, it's the say, aughts. It's the two thousands. It's the fifteen. It's no, the I, teens. I, I, it's I teens. remember the millennium. I remember it's the millennium, and I remember somebody a real cool quote people that did I do that in, a, in yeah, two thousand. But in two thousand, though, yeah, by they the, did it in scream at, after two thousand one. No yeah. one ever said it's yeah, the, the new time millennium. Two thousand. If anyone said it's the millennium, <laughs> you just punched them. <laughs> but all throughout the nineties, it's the nineties, and everyone was cool yeah, with it. Like nineteen ninety one, they're like it's the nineties. Nineteen ninety nine, you're like we get it. <laughs> well, you can't really do that with this. The seventeens. Yeah, that's the point we're making, Jimmy. Teens. Thank you for we, joining. We already said that. Exactly. But don't Soon worry, we'll be like, yeah, but then we'll say it's the twenties, and it's only exactly. going to evoke people like the Roaring Twenties. We're yeah. going to think of that. <laughs> it's the nineties. Who isn't? We'll get her in front of a judge first thing in the morning. Until then, she can stay at the county safe. Until I'm sorry, she can stay at the county safe house. I'll make arrangements. Fields has heard the last part. She darts forward, fearful. Whoa, whoa! Forget that. Byron's gonna. Byron's got the fix in anywhere you look. No offense, Ace, but Sarah's the only one I trust with my ass. By the way, Sarah, come eat my ass. <laughs> Alrighty then. She puts her arm around Sarah right after that line. Really? <laughs> She's the only one I trust with my ass. Puts her arm around yep. her. <laughs> it's a girl thing. We trust each other's asses. <laughs> Whatever you want, to Sarah. 
She's all yours. First, I want to make sure Kato's okay. He's clearly not okay. <laughs> he's muzzled. He's been beaten by nine guys with sticks. He's in a straight jacket. There's no continuity. This guy wrote like a line a day. <laughs> Would come back to the typewriter, write some down, leave, live a whole life. Dude, he's not doing well. <laughs> Maybe you should remember the shit you wrote. She starts off after the hospital people. Wyckoff touches her arm gently. Hey, you had no choice, Sarah. Like, oh wait, like how I didn't. Cut to hospital night. Cato is still immobilized. In wait the a second. M- Cut to. There we go. That's like his bat cave is, is like the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good place for a fucking a villain or a hero. Like oh, a layer. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because as soon as a whole bunch of bleeding people come in, you're like, there must be a crime for me to stop. Yes. <laughs> That's just making Eric's burnt out little fucking apartment look so nice. Yeah. <laughs> little gothic. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That don't big know. window. I take that little gothic apartment over fluorescent lighting any day. That's what I'm, I'm That's saying. What it saying. makes it look so nice, it man. Oh, yeah. This motherfucker's in one floor of the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> <laughs> Except he doesn't even have the chief to help him out. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. Cato is still immobilized in the muzzle and straitjacket. Clarence is supervising his admission. He, there's no admission. He was already admitted, right? <laughs> I think so, He yeah. was there. And she's like, oh, welcome back. You don't need to fill out all the paperwork again, guy. You are creating busy fill, work for yourself. He didn't, he didn't even check out. Yeah, he didn't check out. He jumped through a window. <laughs> That's a good way to check out, though. though I, <laughs> I like the idea that maybe the admitting nurse saw him jump out the window and went, well, I'll <laughs> check fill out his fill discharge out paperwork. papers. <laughs> that would have been a good shot, actually. That would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, yeah, except this guy's not trying to be funny. He's just falling into it. Suddenly, Badish bursts in, obviously having been awakened in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. I'm Sorry. walking in my sleep. All right, you're Badish. What's going on here? Off Cato's plate. This is criminal. I want him out of these restraints. This man is not dangerous. Um, I'll be Clarence. Do your best Christian Slater. That's what I was going to do. High five. Tell that to the five officers down in the uh, emergency. The emergency ward. (laughs) Tell that to the five officers down in the emergency ward. You've coddled this patient long enough, doctor. Until he looks at... Until he's looked at by a specialist, not one associated with his case, he's going to be under restraint and observation. Me, I just want to fuck Elvis. Suddenly, Waldo steps forward, upset, muscles the white coats aside. Who was Waldo? What voice did we do? Waldo, come on. I'll take him. He's my friend. Oh, that's right. You did a British accent for him, sort of. He wheels the gurney down the corridor. Cut to interior, hospital records area, night, thud. A guard is knocked out. Widen. Acer and Pring drag the body out of sight. Widen's there. (laughs) There can be only one. He's there to write a better script. (laughs) They begin to look through the files on the rack. H. J. K. Okay, um, Kato, here it is. He's in room 128. They turn, move down the hallway. Acer, off door numbers. 
We follow them inside. I think there's a line of dialogue missing there. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Um, we follow them inside. There are two beds. Julius is sprawled on one, watching television. Wait, Julius was the memory guy? Yeah, that's Jimmy. Hello? Hello? Have you bought my dinner? You bought dinner! They look up at him. Then the tray of empty dishes beside him. Your dinner's, ri- your dinner's right there, dipshit. You want my foot up your ace for dessert? Hey. <laughs> Could I have jello instead? Acer grabs him off the bed. Holds him by the collar. Hey. Hey, where's Kato? Kato? Kato. Kato. Sorry, I can't help you. I- I've only been here one day. Pring and Acer look at each other. Acer sees the Polaroid peeking out of Julius's pocket, takes it out, shows it to Pring. Where did that come from? One day, huh? Then how do you do a Christmas party with him? How, how did oh, you? Oh, how did you go? I'm sorry. One day, huh? Then how did you go to a Christmas party with him? The bread of deceit oh, fills man's you. mouth with gravel. You gotta say that like an Oriental. Jesus Christ. <laughs> The bread of deceit fills man's mouth with gravel. Kato's in your therapy group. Because fuck it, I wrote Die Hard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, group therapy. I've been thinking of joining that. Are you fucking with us? Do you know what I'll do to you if you fuck with us? How could I know? I've never met you. Pring groans, sits down on the bed. A fool's errand. This, the man's a retard. A retard. I'm not the one that sat on a dinner tray. <laughs> That's actually a funny line. <laughs> Pring turns, sees this is true. Steamed, he punches Julius, who falls to the floor. Come on, we'll search the whole place. We'll find him. If he's a man. I told you, lay off the god stuff, huh? A beep distracts them both. Acer realizes it's his cellular phone. Cellular phone. Yeah. Byron in his office. Intercut as needed. Night. Thanks for giving editing advice, by the way. Terrell hovers in the background. <sighs> we just got the word. Fields is in the hospital right now. You take care of her, same as Kato. Got it. Maybe there is a god. Who knows? Shit. I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> Fade out. I was doing one thing and not paying attention to the other thing. So what do you want to bet that just the last scene of the whole script is him as the crow? Yeah, you mean they're going to wait till the last, like, second of the third yeah, act? Yeah, it's like the crow begins. Yeah. And then, like, just the last That's thing you see. That's how the movie starts is him transforming into the crow? Yeah, and then the last thing you see is, like, he's standing up on a building with his black trench coat blowing behind him and the, the bat signal up in the sky. <laughs> well, you know what? I Here's why I don't think that's going to happen. That actually sounds pretty cool. <laughs> that actually sounds really cool if they if they actually were to make a crow movie where he didn't transform to the very end. That could be done well. And that could be different enough from the first two that it could be interesting. So, no, I don't think that this guy's going to do that. <laughs> um, 
My, I guess I guess my other my other question is uh, what the fuck? <laughs> that's the overall. That's the that's the through line of this whole fucking script. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> so we got thirty pages left. That's right. I think we can do it. We got how many pages? Well, we didn't get very far in this today. I don't think. It doesn't why, feel why like aren't we did. there people guarding his room? Somebody's guarding his room, right? We don't know yet. We'll find out. Will we? Last we saw was him being taken away in a gurney. And if there is no one guarding his room, then we can say to ourselves, this guy wasn't thinking very clearly, was he? (laughs) (laughs) We've been saying that a while now, though. Yeah, but we can say it again. Okay, yeah, right. Um, Hey, everybody. Don't forget, we have another podcast. It's called Touche El Douche. We call it Ted for short because we're lazy. That's right. And you can find that on roguintel.com slash is it going to be Ted or is it going to be Touche El Duche? It, it, I, it was Ted and I changed it to Touche El Duche. Actually, it was Ted Podcast and I changed it to Touche El Duche. roguintel.com slash, slash Touche El Duche. Or Touch El Douche. <laughs> it's, you're, you're typing the same thing. But, yes. You know. Uh, slash Touche El Duche. Yes, Touche El Duche. And, you know, help us out next time you're shopping on Amazon, like you do, because everybody does. Everyone shops on Amazon, and if you like this podcast, you can still shop on Amazon, but you could help the podcast by doing so. Yeah, just go to roguintel.com slash Amazon. It'll take you to the Amazon site. You'll pay the same prices. It won't cost you a penny. That's right. But what you do buy, Amazon will send us a little cut of the sale. Uh, just for sending you there because without us, clearly you would never have heard of Amazon. That's right. <laughs> so so go to rogantel.com slash Amazon. Try out this new service called Amazon. You'll love it. <laughs> I think they're going places, that company. They, they might actually make it, I think. Yeah, I, I think that they, they have a strong presence. Uh, Jimmy would also like you to know that at any time, you can just send money to Detroit. Detroit needs it. Detroit needs more needs money, more money than any other city in America. Just send, just send random dollars. Yeah. <laughs> the, my, the, uh, at the government, I think uh, the state is running our uh, local municipality or whatever. No. Yeah, they're fucking shit up. So let's get <laughs> yeah. out of here before Jimmy's world turns literally into the first Crow movie and or RoboCop. <laughs> The voice of Table Reads is Art Carlson. Hey, that's kind of meta. Meta. This podcast was created by Sean McBee and produced by Ferris Wheelhouse. FerrisWheelhouse.net Fuck. Cut to black.